So I have to admit that every time Jackson says that he wants to do a new song, he'll come in the office and he'll be like, hey, you guys, I think I'm going to do this song. And 95% of the time, my face is like, are you serious? Because it's a old song like Oh Happy Day that we used to sing when I was 12. And that was probably my favorite thing that we've ever done in here. First off, seeing Jackson just rock out with his little headphone things bouncing around. And then Max. I hope all of you noticed Max because I have never seen Max moving the way he was moving. He was jamming out with that little tambourine? Tambourine. Okay. Um, so that was funny, and I just wanted to say an extra thanks. Um, but if you don't know me, my name is Lauren. I'm pretty sure all of you do. Um, tonight is going to look a little different. I'm only going to talk for like five minutes, and then we're going to watch a video, and then we're going to do something crazy after the video, which I'll explain in a second. Well, I'll explain after the video. Anticipation is building, I know. Um, But so tonight we are starting a new series. It's only two weeks. Sorry to break your heart. I know it's a short one. Um, But it's called Parents versus Teens. And before you immediately, like, yeah, that's not the reaction I was expecting. Every time I say parents versus teens, I feel like you should just be like, oh, my gosh. But, yeah, it's right. Okay. I figure it's almost summertime, which is probably when, like, the trouble starts to stir a little bit because you get more free time. You try to do things you probably shouldn't do in the summer. So what more perfect time to talk about parents and teens than now? Um, I remember sitting in these seats. There's one memory I have with my parents that now that we talk about it, we, like, laugh about it and talk about how ridiculous I was. But back then it was not super funny. Um, So the scene is me sitting on my bathroom floor. First off, disgusting. Like, even it's my bathroom, and I want to be sitting on that floor, with my door locked. So when you walk in my bathroom, there's, like, a sink section, and then there's another door, which is the toilet and shower area. And I was in the toilet and shower area on the ground, even grosser, and I'm sobbing my eyes out, trying to rip the battery and, like, SIM card out of my phone with the door. I'm, like, holding it shut because we weren't allowed to lock doors in my house, and so... Like, while I'm getting in trouble, I don't think to lock it. I'm just, like, holding it shut as tight as I can. My parents are like, open the door, and I'm sobbing. And I'm like, I hate you, I hate you, ah, because of a boy. And now that I look back on it, I was just like, man, my parents were so right. Like, I was so stupid. And now sometimes I still think that my parents are wrong about some things. But as you start to get into your college age years, you will realize that 99% of the time your parents were right about everything. Um, And so that's why this is so important, not only to um, grow in a relationship with your family, but to realize what you can do to help your family family grow together. Um, And tonight is about the myths of a perfect family. So I want to show you guys some pictures to get your mind going on perfect families. Uh, Do you guys know who this is? Brady Bunch. Okay, good. So from the outside, like, looks like a perfect family, right? And there's another picture. Please tell me some girls know this. (laughs) Gossip Girl, okay, new obsession of mine. I had to include it, right? From the outside, these families look pretty perfect. Okay, next picture. Modern family, yeah, yeah. I think there's more. Full house, yes, such a good one. I think that's all of them. Uh, One, oh, no, another one. Parent Trap. Okay, this is the last one, and I want this one to stay up here for just a second. Another one I thought about adding was Boy Meets World when Blake mentioned it out there. I was like, man, that's such a good one. But this right here captures everything that tonight is about. This family looks perfect, right? 
But there is not two of Lindsay Lohan's in this world. There is only one of her. <laughs> this is what we do, you guys. Johnny talked about this in his message a couple weeks ago. How many of you have ever posted a picture of your family just like tearing each other apart on Facebook? Like everybody's sobbing and someone's just like, ha ah! You've probably never posted that on Facebook, right? But you have posted the family portraits where your hair is like, and you're smiling and your dog is sitting perfectly still, which never happens, right? That's what we post on Facebook. And that's what people are like, oh man, their family looks so perfect. I wish my family was like that. When really their family is probably just as crazy as yours. Um, And so instead of me talking tonight, my friend Mark Matlock, who's not really my friend, um, we've met like once, but that's about it. He doesn't know my name, um, is going to talk to you guys now. I, I don't know if I should say this, but I'm going to. So the video is kind of cheesy, a little bit. Um, but the things that it says are so stinking good. Like, it talks about issues that I know every one of you have been through or are going through or will go through. Um, so I really want you to listen, and I want you to think, and I want you to take to heart what all of it has, because we're going to do stuff with this later. So cue the video. Jake Farnsworth here, Team Stuntman. I'm about to attempt the most difficult stunt yet. Spending time with my family five minutes. In public. Time! You did it, man. You did it. That was good. Here's some water. Just breathe. Somebody call the Guinness Book of World Records! Hi, I'm Mark Matlock, and welcome to Teens vs. Parents. Today, we want to talk about the myth of the perfect family. What, you hadn't heard? There is no such thing as a perfect family. There are some good families out there, but no family is perfect all the time. If you haven't figured that out yet, trust me, someday you might. And that's a very difficult reality. What makes a good family is um, family time. What I really think is a big part of a good family is a father who loves his children. Something that's really important is communication. I think a good parent is someone who, even though they might not respect your decision, let you voice your opinion even if they don't agree with it. A good parent really needs to be able to adjust. Somebody who sets the child before them. Somebody that uh, you could go and talk to. Someone that like you can have an open relationship with, but it's not your friend. Your parents always want you to do something that they could do. You know what I'm saying? Well, they could vacuum. Yeah, it's your house. When I was in seventh grade, my sister, she was in eighth grade, she tried to commit suicide. She's been my, my one of my best friends all my entire life, if not my best friend growing up. I definitely was hurt 
um, with my sister because she my, she was my best friend. And, I mean, also, I thought it was just kind of selfish. She had absolutely no reason to try to commit, I mean, no good reason to try to commit suicide. She just, I felt like it was really selfish. And I harbored a lot of resentment. I was angry. I was hurt. I felt like my parents weren't there for me anymore because they were they were so busy with what was going on in my sister's life. I mean, half of me understood. Half of me was like, okay, they need to parent her, and she needs them. But at the same time, I needed them too. Um, I learned at a very young age how to be independent. My parents always taught us to be independent. And so that compiled with the fact that I began to deal with my own problems alone. Um, it just kind of was there. It was like an elephant in the room that nobody wanted to talk about. And then um, slowly talking about it, well, we discovered that we were all um, hurting in, in our different ways. We had laid the foundation of being upset or being um, in an area of emotional strain. And so it wasn't until we, we dealt with it or until we started to recognize that we had a problem, that we weren't a, the perfect family that we appeared to be. I've never played before, actually. And I was jealous a lot of a lot of my friends that appeared to have it together. And, you know, I, I felt like, one, that I couldn't talk about what was going on or that I couldn't address my problems because, you know, they seemed like they didn't have problems. So I didn't, I didn't want to admit to myself that, that, that this was a problem, that, that we weren't or that I wasn't a person that had major problems. You know, I wanted to be one of those standard Christian families, and we just weren't. We all kind of have that idea in the back of our mind that this is how families are supposed to look. And when ours doesn't match up to that ideal that we have, it can cause us to feel embarrassed, ashamed, sometimes very lonely. When our family's going through difficult times, it's almost like we have a big magnifying glass in front of us that says, look at me, look at me, I'm going through problems. But what we need to remember is, is that every family has trouble at some point in time. Families are made of people, and people aren't perfect. They make mistakes, and they hurt each other. In some way, at some time, every family goes through crisis. So remember that next time your family's going through a difficult time. Now, another thing that can cause embarrassment is when our parents are having problems and conflict. Maybe our parents are fighting, they're separated, or going through a divorce. My life growing up has been pretty interesting. It's been easy, hard, easy, hard. But during middle school, it was uh, it, that's when it became a challenge for me. It also turned into a lot of different new changes that, that happened at my house, such as uh, my parents getting divorced. My life before the divorce, it, was, it seemed pretty easy and simple. I didn't see anything wrong. We would always do stuff. We would always have game nights or go out to dinner once a week or go catch a movie. Whenever I, the divorce did come along, it was a big shock. I didn't know what to do. And my parents got divorced because my dad had an affair. We were close with her kids, and she was pretty much like an aunt to me on mom's side of the family. And we all knew each other during the time that my, they were actually having an affair behind our backs. When my parents... Uh, were separated. My, uh, me and my sister, we, we just stayed home most of the time and we didn't do anything. My mom, she was at that time trying to look for a job because before then she was a stay-at-home mom. During that, I never did speak to my dad. I just kind of always held that grudge to where I was like, I didn't want anything to do with him. I didn't want to ask any questions. I just 
want to get it over with, our visit over with, and just go back home and go in my room and watch some more, some more TV. I felt very betrayed by my dad. I hated the fact that he would, that he would ruin our family relationship that we had before the divorce. He was just like my best friend before the divorce. Like he would, I would wait for him to come home every day at 4.30 and uh, eat dinner at the table as we did every single day and just building a father-daughter relationship that any girl would want. And I felt that just made it even harder being so close to my dad. And then all of a sudden, everything changed. Courtney mentioned change. The change was hard to deal with. And any family conflict is going to create some changes in your family. And that's challenging. I love what Courtney said at the beginning where she said that the difficulties in your family were easy, hard, easy, hard. Because families are living organisms. They change a lot. Dealing with that change and having the right attitude in it is what's important. In the book of James, he writes, Consider it all joy, my brothers, when you encounter various trials. Those trials are situations that happen in life around us, kind of like the problems we might have in our family. But why should we have a good attitude when we encounter these kinds of trials? Because when we do this, we know that it perfects our faith, that it develops perseverance. And that perseverance, when it completes itself, leaves us mature, not lacking anything. So when we go through and work through family problems, we need to realize that if we have a good attitude toward them, we can actually grow and mature and be everything that God wants us to be in our lives. So let's recap kind of some of the things we've talked about today. We've taken a look at the fact that there is no such thing as a perfect family. It's just a myth. All families are made of people and people make mistakes and they hurt each other at different times. Also, we realize that we don't need to be embarrassed or ashamed of our families when they go through difficult times because other people will go through those challenging experiences at different times in their lives. And we also realize that change is inevitable. But if we have the right attitude toward it, we can have peace in our homes. Our families may change, but take comfort in knowing this. God never changes. We'll see you next time. Okay, so like you said, there is no such thing as a perfect family, but a family is what we have. Whether your family is defined as this room, whether your family is defined as a group of friends, your family is what you have. And at home, when we strip everything away, when we take away the problems with jobs and the problems with friends and society, you have your family that God gave us. God intentionally placed you in this family. So today what we're going to do is work on how we can really give to our family because sometimes our family may not always be willing to give to us but I want you guys to think about what you personally can do to better your relationship with your family